Hey everybody, it is me from It's a New Dawn, Lenora. Um, uh, if you have been listening to my podcast, uh, you may have seen or I listened to part one of my story and I felt like I wanted to come back on and continue with my story. Um, maybe part two, maybe there'll be a part three, I don't know. Nothing is scripted here. I just feel that if I could just, if somebody can connect with me, even one person, then I feel really good about it. So this, I have something written again, but this was something I had written um, for actually my insurance company, uh, Next Insurance, um, for my um, yoga and my personal training uh, insurance. And um, they had asked if anybody would want to come forward with their story and what led them to why they do what they do today. So I'm going to read, but I'll probably break it down and talk about what worked for me. And again, well, not again, but this is a disclaimer. These are things that worked for me. Everybody is different. Um, there are some things that I believe 100% and that there's no going one way or the other. But, um, you know, again, this worked for me, brought me to a place of peace. And, um, you know, for a lot of, a lot, a big part of my life right now, um, most of the time, I feel really good. Um, and it's a long way from where I came from because part one, I ended the story with, I just wanted to die. And believe me, I wanted to die many times in my life. So I'll start with this teaching restorative yoga. The other night I discussed with my students, the impact that meditation and yoga and fitness has had on my life. It was extremely emotional for me talking about where I had come from. It started when my brother, who served in Vietnam, committed suicide when I was nine years old. From that time, my PTSD was so severe that it led me down a path of destruction of my body and my mind. Besides the many issues that I was riddled with, bulimia had to be the worst. Trying to get rid of all the pain in me by throwing up. I also had a major car accident that left me with a serious hearing loss a fractured skull, and a damaged facial nerve. Both my hearing and some movement of my face were never healed. The emotional toll this took on me was something I felt I could never grasp and feel peace. The truth is that even though my bulimia ended when I was 22, six long and almost at death's door emotionally and physically, the highs and lows in my moods and behavior lasted until I was, was into my late 30s. That is, until I found that precious connection to food, mind, and body. When my blood sugar was stabilized, my moods were stabilized. Then I was given the gift of working with a spiritual advisor for my 39th birthday. It was a game changer. I went for a weekend retreat, and for the lack of better words, I was thrown into meditation. But I took to it like a duck to water. Back then, there were cassettes to listen to. And I was set off, sent off with my meditation cassette with Deepak Chopra's instructions and my mantra given for me specifically, one that I still use to this day. 
I had five children to take care of, ages seven to 14, but I was determined to get this meditation thing down. I would listen to in the big old conversion van while the kids were in karate. I would listen while the kids were in football, whenever I could. I would be the meditation expert. I have stayed with it ever since. And then at around the same time, I went for a weekend to keep up on my credits for my fitness certification and got certified in Hatha Yoga. Again, the connection that I felt with the asanas was something I can't even describe, but it was like I had practiced my whole life. At 30, I got certified in fitness and I've always worked out for as long as I could remember, but not in the most healthy of mindsets. The yoga and meditation and consciousness that I achieved from the two changed my whole thinking of my fitness aspect. Fitness is just one part of the equation. Mind, body, and spirit have to be in equilibrium to achieve optimal health. So working out for me is, yes, extremely important, but only one part of the puzzle. And this is something I share with my, any personal training clients and how I train them. I work out for pure health and not just for the aesthetics. And it is so freeing to be free of the constant judging in my brain. And I owe all of that to my yoga and meditation practice. Since then, I have healed my mental anxieties. I've kept my PTSD at bay and my highs and lows from food using meditation, fitness, and yoga as my medication. I have so much gratitude for this that I often cannot speak of this precious gift without crying. Now my life mission is to share this gift to whoever would like to hear. As I am talking about this love I have for this, I've often imagined what it must, must be, be like for the observer or the listen, listener of my passion for these three modalities. I get so excited and I have so many emotions because I speak knowing the true benefits and I am so beyond grateful for the gift that it has given me. Literally my life. I feel my excitement is contagious, but for some, it may be, quote unquote, too much. And I get that also. I also know that it has not been a linear path. There certainly have been choices and upsets that have happened in the past 15 years. I collect myself. I admit the mistake. I do whatever I have to do to make amends, forgive myself and move on. Before my practice, that would have been impossible. I am willing to share my experience and knowledge to anyone who would like to hear or need help. I have come out of a deep hole of despair. Yoga, fitness, and meditation can cost nothing, but I've given me my life. They have given me happiness, stability, and my emotions. Being conscious of my words and actions is truly a gift. Teaching yoga and fitness gives me this gift of gratitude that goes beyond the ego. It comes from my very soul. So, um... This has just been, the, what I just read was something, part of the story that I had given to the insurance company, and they went on to actually use this story as a spotlight um, uh, person of the month or whatever they call it. But I'm sharing this with you all because um, I, am, I live, eat, and breathe health and wellness and trying to help people. and. Um, I have to say, yes, this yoga and meditation, food, um, there are other parts to the equation for sure that the pillars of good health and wellness, um, others are walking in nature, 
grounding to the earth, putting your feet into the earth, actually digging your feet into the ground and feeling the energy of the earth, giving you stability and, and just feeling that stability, um, not letting your world rock because you feel so stable. Um, having the trees give you the oxygen and you giving the trees carbon dioxide, that exchange is so important. Um, the quality of your water, the quality of your food, the quality of your sleep, who you are surrounding yourself, your support system, your community, those are all important aspects of um, the health and wellness um, model and being stable. I wanna talk a little bit more about um, the type of yoga that I do. So I practice right now, I practice, I practice every type of yoga there is in my life. Um, hatha, vinyasa, hot yoga. I feel like we evolve in our yoga and at almost 56 years old, um, the past five years, I have to say, I have been preaching restorative yoga, um, until the cows come home. And restorative and yin are the two practices that I, are the only practices that I practice now and that I teach. And the reason I preach it is because I feel like everybody can benefit so much from restorative yoga that, um, you know, and to explain it, a lot of people just don't understand it. And especially if you're younger, because I feel like we evolve. Like I said, we evolve. If you are a yoga or a yogi uh, person, um, if you're at a certain age, uh, restorative yoga may feel like you're not doing anything. And that is the whole point of the practice. Um, Judith Hansen Lasseter, the queen of restorative yoga, says it's the art of doing nothing. Um, how often do you allow yourself to do that? Absolutely do nothing. So the elements of restorative yoga are warm, quiet, dark, still, and I like to add safe. Um, and in those elements, we are able to bring the body system down. So in real life, our body system is pretty much always in fight or flight. We're in that sympathetic nervous system. And if we don't allow ourselves to bring down the nervous system and go into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the calming aspect, the body and the mind are not able to heal. And it will catch up to you at one point in your life. It may not be now, it may not be in five years, but at one point, your body and mind are not gonna be able to handle that. And as an RN, I have learned that in order for that patient to heal, that's why they be given meds to bring the body system down, they are not able to heal. So to naturally do that, restorative yoga actually does that. And as far as meditation goes, if you're not one of these people who feel, if you are one of these people who feel like, the, if you think of the first thing that comes to your mind when I say meditation, you think of sitting up straight, and um, trying to get rid of your thoughts, quote unquote, restorative yoga is for you because it is, it's at least an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, sometimes longer of meditation because you are totally introspective. And at the same time, you're very comfortable because restorative yoga, we wanna rely on the earth and the props. You wanna be, Again, Judith Hanson Lasseter says it's not okay to be okay in restorative yoga, meaning that as a teacher, 
if I came over to you as my student and I said, how are you feeling in this pose? And you said, I'm feeling okay. It's not okay. I want you to be so comfortable that you are able to fully let go and surrender and be open to whatever thoughts may be coming into your head. And this is where it might be uncomfortable for the younger crowd. And I don't want to put them all in a bubble, but this is what I have found. Um, most of my uh, students are in the age bracket of maybe 45 to 70. And um, these are the type of people who have exhausted being in that sympathetic nervous system their whole lives. So they welcome bringing their body system down. For the younger crowd, while I found in, in a pose, they may feel like, oh my God, why am I laying here? I feel like I'm not doing anything. Why isn't she talking? Why isn't she playing music? Um, I don't want to have these thoughts. I don't, you know, pushing everything away. But this is why restorative yoga is so very necessary because you have nowhere else to go. You have to be you are introspective. You can use that practice as your meditation, but in a very comfortable state. So I can't tell you how it's changed my life. It has totally changed my life because as you can tell, I am pretty high driven. I'm very high driven. I am type A, I admit that. So for most of the day, I am like this. But if you've seen me teach and you can find a couple of classes on my YouTube channel, I go into a whole different state. I am a whole different person. And that is a very true person. And I love that gift because I can bring my nervous system down. And I have been able to heal. Um, granted, yes, I need to do this practice in order to keep myself calm. But, and I'm not, and I'm, I have nothing against medication, but this, that is part of my medication. My restorative yoga, okay, so I went over that pretty deeply, and if you have any questions, all my links will be below. So if you have any questions about it, definitely get in touch with me. Um, so that's very huge. Um, I do a separate meditation myself, but you don't need to do that. That's been a lifesaver for me. I've been meditating for over 15 years, but I don't wanna forget the food, the food aspect. Um, Having high energy food and knowing where your food is coming from is so extremely important. Um, I can't tell you. So for my brain, again, this is a disclaimer. This works for me, okay? Any questions, ask me. But what I found to help me keep my brain stable is having a higher fat, uh, specifically uh, avocados, um, cold press, extra virgin organic um, coconut oil being therapeutic amount being two tablespoons a day um, you know having food that is not packaged the only packaged food i eat is the raw bar that i talk about at the end of every podcast and because they use coconut oil in their bar i find that it really helps to keep my brain stable your brain is 60 percent fat so ghee is another um, fat that I use that is extremely beneficial for the brain. Um, also um, grass-fed butter, Kerrygold butter. Um, those are a few of my staples. Pasture-raised organic eggs. 
um, you can see the difference between the pasture raised and just organic eggs. Look at the yolk, um, see if it's really yellow, and you'll you know by the taste also. Again, avocado, the fat in the avocado, um, one of the healthiest fruits you can eat. Um, these have been mainstays in my in my life, and to the point where my husband can tell if I'm not eating my foods that I normally eat, specifically like coconut oil to keep my brain stable, um, after about three days. So they have done studies. Uh, the reason I know coconut oil has been around for a little while, but I started taking it maybe 16 years ago before the whole hype. And I was looking into coconut oil because um, my father died of Alzheimer's and I had a fractured skull. If you listen to my other podcast, you know that I had major head trauma. So I'm trying to ward off Alzheimer's. Um, and I found that coconut oil was studied for that 15, 16 years ago. So a bonus that I got was that it helped just stabilize my moods. And um, I cannot tell you the difference in me. I used to rock on the side of a tub um, because I couldn't get control of what was going on in my head. Again, disclaimer, I have nothing against medications. This is just stuff that worked for me. Um, being very conscious of um, the water intake, um, the quality of the water, how I slept. So having the room temperature at 65 um, in complete darkness, uh, no animals on the bed, um, you know, even a digital clock, no digital clock, phones definitely put away. The quality of your sleep is so important. Um, practicing my restorative yoga uh, brings me into that state of calmness that I can't even explain. So I hope you check out one of those videos. Um, and again, any questions, please ask me. Um, support system. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they high energy people? Are they good for you? Um, also, you know, sometimes we don't have a choice of who we are around, but you can bombard those people off of you. Imagine this block around you and not absorbing that energy. Um, I know that sometimes it's impossible to get away from certain people, but you can try that experiment. Just try to put a bubble around you to repel any negative energy that may be coming at you. Uh, support system. Um, I talk about the TikTok people that I have become friends with. Uh, I know they're on the other side of the screen, but it is a beautiful community of um, people that just support each other. You may find a bad egg in there every once in a while, but they're beautiful people and it's a great community. Um, all of these things play a part in complete health and wellness, you know, knowing where your food is coming from. If you can't afford to get high energy food and you just can't afford organic, um, I tell my clients to ask the universe, pray to God, whatever you believe in before you eat to give the best nutrients that you can from the food that you are ingesting. Okay, I know that may sound like woo-woo or whatever, but it's important. It's so important. Um, I know this is a lot to absorb. I'm talking about what has worked for me. Um, and if I could tell you the pain that I was in 
before I started practicing all these things that I told you that I'm telling you about, you would understand how passionate I am about this. Um, I am an RN holistic health coach. I give nutritional counseling. I will do personal training. I do, I'm a Reiki master. I, um, and I'm a yoga teacher. And I, none of that would have been possible if I didn't do all these things that I am telling you about. Um, if you want to work with me in any of those modalities that I just spoke about, please get in touch with me. My, all my links will be below. Um, people, I live, eat, and breathe this. Um, I love you all. Um, this has not been a really long podcast and there is more to the story, but I wanted to continue with the part one that I put out and let you know that I am great. I am doing unbelievably well. I have five children. I've been married 34 years. I have two grandchildren. I, this podcast may not be the best in technology, but I wanted to do it just to reach out to all of you and I'm doing it and doing it all by myself. Um, again, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know if you have any ideas, any feedback, let me know in the meantime, subscribe. I'm on every major platform. I'm on the YouTube channel. All the links will be below. And in the meantime, I wish for you a wonderful, and blessed day, evening, whatever it is in your neck of the woods. I love you all. Thank you for listening.